expand your influence expand your influence this is about being keep writing this is about being the leading men and women in our chosen world of social interaction this is about being the leading men and women in our chosen world of social interaction you want to be the leading man in your world remember we talked about the world of social interaction and influence so apart from the world of your mind you have the world of your social interaction for example let's say you're a sportsman you're in the world of sports let's say you're a businessman you're in the world of business let's say you're a politician you're the world of politics let's say you're a minister a pastor a clergyman you're in the world of religion right wave your hands if you're getting me am i am i talking to people who i get am i talking to world changers are you sure am i talking to world changers praise god amen your chosen word is according to the discovery of your purpose and your doing it out of purpose that's people that make the most mark because you're going to be your best doing what you're gifted the most to do give wave your hands if you forget what i'm saying now the truth is you you you're going to have some form of success by just working hard doing what you're not gifted to do the only difference is you will not beat those who also work hard in the same place doing what they are gifted to do. There is a place of grace. Your gifts are not yours. You were created with them. The ability to do them much more easily and to hit the peak of it with the least commitment is a grace from God. Somebody say here. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So there are people that talking comes easily to. Why there are people that are paying millions to learn public speaking and yet some others with a little training here and there will still beat them. Because talking just comes easily to them. It's a gift from God. Why some others, if you put them on stage to talk, they will freeze. Like freeze. They are not gifted with talking to human beings. They talk in codes. Give them a computer and let them start coding. You will, they will talk their talk with their coding. While another person cannot understand why I will sit on, in front of a computer for eight hours doing what? <laughs> Wave your hands if you get what I'm saying. So these are diverse gifts. If your chosen field is your proposed field you're going to you, you stand a better chance if your chosen field is your proposed field but at the end of the day no matter god's purpose and god's call it's always going to end up your choice it's your choice so we are using chosen field we are using chosen field so keep writing this down it's important Expanding your influence is about being the leading man or woman in your chosen world of social interaction. Expanding your influence simply means being 
in the lead and expanding your leadership capacity in that field. It simply means being in the lead and expanding your leadership capacity in that field, which is your world. That's what it is. You are being in the lead. So you see the scripture. You are the head, not the tail. Above only will you be. You will lend to nations and not borrow. And we are claiming it. I'm making you the head over the hiddens. We claim it. What you are saying is that I'm claiming that my influence will continue to expand. I'm in the lead and I'm going to continue to expand my leadership capacity. Somebody say a big amen. I'm not hearing you yet. Say a big amen. Say a big amen. Let's look at the story of one leader. And we're going to look at other leaders. Um, Exodus chapter 18 from verse 1. Open your Bibles. I thought this is the one that would have been on. Exodus chapter 18 verse 1. I want everybody to focus because this is very important. Number 1. And Jethro, I'm going to read. So listen and look into your Bible. We're going to read the scriptures. Very important and very key. And Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, that means the father of Moses' wife, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for all Israel, his people. This extraordinary leader, chosen by God at the age of 80, used by God to deliver a whole nation of Israel out of Egypt. And he led them. Oh, these people will read him. Today they will cry for this. Tomorrow they will cry for that. Now, this man was dealing with millions of people. He wasn't dealing with tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. He was dealing with millions of people. It's estimated that about between 2.8 or 2.7 to 3 million people left Egypt. And you can imagine how many people he had to deal with on a daily basis. But he was the supreme leader. He was in the lead. He's proven his ability to lead. He went and showed his competence before Pharaoh. He proved the God he said called him. And he showed the might of his God in Egypt. And in the Red Sea where God buried his enemies. So these guys were already there. They were already there. They already know that Moses, anything that happened, they went to him as the leader. He was already leading. Extraordinary leader. But I wanted to listen. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her back and her two sons, of whom the name of one was Geshem, for he had said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land, and the name of the other was Eliezer, um, for he said, the God of my father was my help and delivered me um, from the sword of Pharaoh. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife to Moses in the wilderness, where he was encamped at the mountain of God. Now he had said to Moses, 
I, your father-in-law Jethro, am coming to you with your wife and your two sons. I want you to listen. I'm reading this in context so you get it. So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law, bowed down and kissed him. And they asked each other about their well-being. And they went into the tent. And Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done to Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake. All the hardship that had come upon them on the way and how the Lord had delivered them. Then Jethro rejoiced. He was giving him good reports. Somebody say good reports. Somebody say he was counting all the achievements. Jethro rejoiced for all the good which the Lord had done for Israel whom he had delivered out of the hands of the Egyptians. And Jethro said, blessed be the Lord who had delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh and who has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know the Lord is greater than all the, Lord, all the gods for in the very thing which they have behaved proudly he was above them. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and other sacrifices to offer to God. And Aaron came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses and father-in-law before God. So Jethro has settled. Everything is working. Hey, Moses, this is great. Things have happened. You've achieved the Lord. But watch this. Somebody say, gang, gang, gang. Say again, again, again. By verse 13, something starts changing. And so it was on the next day that Moses sat to judge the people. Moses. And the people stood before Moses from morning until evening. From morning until evening. So when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did for the people, all, he said, what is this thing that you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit alone and all the people stand before you from morning until evening? Alone! All of you listen to me. How you know that people are small-minded? One of the symptoms of small-mindedness is when people feel important because people come to them. <laughs> I've had a lot of people come tell me, say, Pastor, that person, he doesn't like talking to somebody else. It's, it's me he talks to. <laughs> Pastor, this one, uh, once I just say something, they, they, they do it. That one is special. This one, ah, uh, he doesn't joke with me. When you notice you think that way, you're very small minded. That means you're hooked on people. I teach my pastors, and all of you listen. You're a business leader. You handle organizations. You're a leader in any, in any capacity. Hear me and hear me well. Don't get hooked on people. Get hooked on purpose. Good leaders are leaders who learn to withdraw from people so they can use others to establish purpose. You didn't hear what I said. That's what Jesus always did. How many of you knew that on record nobody drew crowd like jesus many times in the scriptures the bible said the crowd was unprecedented uncountable multitude great multitude will follow him 
and he's such that people will follow him for three days without eating and they will still be there he had that kind of influence but go and study your bible the lord taught me every time the multitude will come after him in his compassion he will teach immediately once they want more he withdraws he will always withdraw himself from people he didn't hear what i just said every day you come out in the office you talk from morning to night from morning to night i want to ask you what time do you have for thinking because when you talk to one person you're helping one person when you think you can help a generation i you will produce systems, produce ideas, produce, create things, inventions that will help others. What time do you have to pray? In prayer, you can condition the prosperity of a territory. In prayer, you can condition a whole territory. What time do you have to plan? Failure to plan is planning to fail. That means those who don't plan already plan that they will fail. Hmm? Goals are just witches without a plan. And no goal you have and no desire you have can be accomplished without a working plan. It has to be broken down into actionable steps. Are you getting what I'm saying? Actionable. What time do and these things take time they take time so somebody is sitting down talking every day come and see me come and, and you're feeling important because people are sitting down talking with you he said Moses you're a good leader we just celebrated your achievement but hey it is time to expand your influence you've had influence to this level thank God you've been an achiever but now it's time to expand your influence Moses verse 15 and Moses said to his father-in-law because the people come to me to inquire of God when they have a difficulty they come to me and I judge between one and another and I make known the status of God and his law now that makes you important if everybody comes to you so Moses' father-in-law said to him, The thing that you do is not good. What was good for one level will not be good for another level. God has used you to bring it to this level. Now it's time to move. Tell your neighbor, it's time to move. Come on, help me talk to three or four people by your side and say, It's time to move. Both of you and these people who are with you will surely wear yourself out. For this thing is too much for you. You are not able to perform it by yourself. Help me tell your neighbor that great vision. Come on, find one neighbor. Do you still know their names? If you don't know their names, come on. Come on, come on. Introduce yourself. Tell, call them by their names. Mr. David... Say that your great vision, that your big dream, that thing you want to become, that expansion you've seen in your mind. Say you can't perform it by yourself. 
See, you can't perform it by yourself. Say you want to be the best here and there. You want to be the best in your field. It can happen all just by yourself. If you are getting it, say I hear. We believe you have been blessed by this podcast. Join us next week to renew your spirit and mind. You got testimonies or inquiries? Kindly reach out to us via www.mylamworld.com or call us on 08062753311.